Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. Coming at you once again is behind the still curtain editor Dave Schofield. And joining me, as always, practicing safe social distancing since 1974, my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you doing? Uh, doing great. How are you doing tonight? I am good. Now, if those of you listening in podcast or even those of you watching on YouTube, you might have noticed a little bit something different with Rich. Um, boy, that, that, that sound quality is pretty good there, bro, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we uh, guess what? He uh, he joined the 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 fancy microphone club because a lot of people in the live chat like to give us like to give a hard uh, give give us a hard time about how come Dave's mic is so much bigger than Rich's. Well, not only did Rich get a mic, he didn't get this. I um I was helping him get this. Um, he didn't get the same color as me. We got him with the gold. He's going gold. Look at that. For those there of you, you on YouTube, you'd be able to see it right now. Was that? Uh, that, that's what he's got. We're hoping we've got some really good sound quality coming at you all in all between the two of us um, because that's what we want to do for you all. So I'm hoping um, you guys have a, are having a decent evening. I'm hoping that you were kind of like us. I was really looking forward to doing the show tonight. Um, just a good chance to to just get back to doing what we do with Steeler stuff. How about you, bro? Oh, uh, look, you know, as I've been, uh, how should we say, as, as we in Maryland have been told to stay at home, um, I am so sick and tired of my house that I need <laughs> something else to do. So it's very nice to come on and talk a little Steelers. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it's funny because I'm sure people were asking about it last week, uh, so much so that one Jefferson Hartman even asked me, they're like, uh, what's up with your brother uh, broadcasting from a different spot? I'm like, he's got to work at home now. He's got an office set up. So now that he's got an office set up in a different place, that's where you are at, right? I'll eventually go back to the other one. I thought about going down there tonight, but, um, you know, Kyle was gaming over on the other side of the room down there. So it's easier for me to, you know, give him his space. There you go. Let, let, what, a nice, what a nice dad. Yeah, I was going to say, with everyone having to be at home, sometimes you just have to give each other space. Yep. Um, I, I know all about that. I uh, I made my my weekly supermarket run today. Um, I specifically um, picked today because this is the Stat Geek Show, and I had to go out for a geeky reason. I wanted to make sure that I got my Blu-ray copy of Star Wars Episode Nine as early as possible, is. which uh, the family, we have already watched it yet again. Um, but that's why I chose to go out today, uh, keeping my trying to keep my trips to one day a week, and uh, didn't see many people out today. I mean, I was at the grocery store, had everything I needed, and there was hardly anyone there. So, uh, kind of interesting. But uh, let's talk stats. Let's talk Steelers. Um, not a ton of news since the last time we met. I mean, some XFL signings, which uh, very similar to the AAF signings from from last year these are guys yep. that have a chance to make the team have a chance to make the practice squad another opportunity to show what they can do these are not like your typical free agent signings that you're going to come that that these guys are expected to make the team actually no major salary but no, no major salary cap implications from signing those guys 
Absolutely. Exactly. Um, I gave a salary cap update yesterday in an article, and it's funny because they're still not reporting the same numbers that I have for the Steelers. Because one of the things is, is a lot of places still don't have the, the Chris Wormley trade and everything. Um, if I remember my numbers right, it was about 5.7 million under right now, which is a good operating number. Um, they could sign someone with that, but without having to make another move, but then they're going to have to make another move later for the rest of their stuff. So um, got those kind of things going on. Um, other than that, that's, that's really all that's, that's happening that I can think of right now, other than draft prep. Um, I know you don't normally do these things, but I listened to a, to a 15 minute uh, Steelers nation unite call with Kevin Colbert today. I made it further than in the past. In the past, I've tried to ask a question, but they didn't even come on and ask me what my question was. This time, they actually came on, asked me what my question was, told me it was a good question, and, and then they ran out of time and it. didn't get to it. So I uh, was kind of bummed about that a little bit. But uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll get on on those. So let's talk let, let, Let's talk what's going on. Tonight, this this is in honor of Lance Williams. Lance Williams has decided it's so funny. I like to the bust on Lance at times. Yep, the, the hater. hater. I like to bust on, on on Lance because whenever Lance does does the burning question on Saturdays where we have a rotation, he's constantly saying, "Oh man, I need a good question." But yet, anytime it's not Lance, he'll fire off like eight different questions throughout the week for people to bring up as the burning question or something. And this week he, he even threw out there stat geek and he threw out a question and I'm like, you know what? That's pretty good. Lance. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to check with you, see if that sounds good to you. And uh, that's what we're going with. We are, we are actually going to ask, I got to give credit where it's due. We're going to ask the Lance Williams question. And Lance Williams said this, he's like, give me, he says, what stat do the Steelers need to a, get above 500 in 2020 B win the division and C go all the way and win the super bowl. He said, but three different stats for each thing. I looked at the question as let's build, let's look at three key places to improve statistically. And let's say this one's important. This one's more important. This one's the most important. And that's what I got. I just saw somebody in the live chat. Steeler fan 74. I answered your question on Twitter right before I, I, I got the show fired up. So if you haven't been on, it's there. So um, just a, a question about a good place to find some information. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to look at some stats. Now, I already got Dennis. Dennis, we love you. We love you. You got to love the guy that I'm, how do I say it? Dennis he keeps is, it simple. He's Keep it experienced. Simple. He's experienced, which is a nice way of saying, Dennis, you're the old guy. And the reason why I'm going to say it, it's, it's hilarious is because I was just about ready to say, now let's not give our father sarcastic answer to these questions. Oh, you got to win more games. Oh, you got to score more points than the other team scores. Things like that, which was funny because right on I, cue, I, there's I Dennis bringing it that. in there. I'd, I'd love that if our dad was watching this right now and heard you, you know, doing that. <laughs> But you know that's how our dad would answer of it. Course, I know. You know that's what's why I sad? It was funny. I find myself answering the same way to my own oh. children. <laughs> yeah, no, that's sad. 
Yeah. So, I mean, of course, there are some obvious stuff. And Lance is here. Lance yes, is here. He's that. saying, awesome. You like the topic? I did, Lance. I had to think it through to see exactly how I was going to do it. And I'll be honest with you, Lance. You gave me a little bit more homework than what I like to do, especially that late on a Tuesday. But uh, because I, I looked at various, I had to look, you know, I'd look more than three different things. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm a little bit struggling with the order I want to put mine in. Now I have some numbers to back mine up. You might just be, you know, shooting from the hip saying, all right. Cause I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but you have, idea, you might have some ideas here. I right do there. have some ideas. Okay. So, so I have, I actually looked up four different things, but then I narrowed it down to three. Cause some of this is building off some of the stats we've talked that we talked well, about at the well, end of the it, season. Exactly. And like, honestly, Ezra Nehemiah brought up a great one. And I thought that was too much of a cop-out for me personally, especially after the article I wrote today. And he said, I'll even bring it up here. He said, did it come up? Yes. Rushing yards per game needs the most help. Um, Yeah, because that's a good way to put it is rushing yards. What's that? Number one. Yeah. Rushing yards per game. I, I kind of look at that, but see, that's a the reason I avoided that was I was afraid I was going to get roasted for saying because another thing that the Steelers really need is more rushing attempts, you know. But it's not, and people say it all the time. I know it's cause and effect. The Steelers run the ball more because they're winning a lot of times. So obviously, if they're getting more rushing attempts, they're going to win more. They could be losing by forty points and say, "Oh, but if we rush the ball another fifteen times, statistically, we're going to win." You know that? No, that's not what it's about. It's if the game leads you in that direction. So there were some interesting things like that, but I tried to avoid it, avoid stuff that made the game, um, that really came down to how I can't remember. I can't think of how I'm saying it. Fill in the words for me. How the game is playing out. You know consequential answers, right. meaning things that depend on how, how the game's going. If I, I'm not saying it the right way. Um, and Lance is already chiming in on some stuff. Um, and on that one, I'm going to, he, uh, he's already being a hater on somebody. So you ready? So I'm going to say what they need to do to go above 500. Okay, I am going to go exactly what Lance brought up. My very first thing, the Steelers need to improve their time of possession. Oh, uh, now see, I'm I'm slightly different on you. Okay. To get over 500. Yeah. I'm saying the reason they need to improve their time of possession was, was just, I mean, they need to improve that overall. But if you look back over the past several years, the Steelers, their average time of possession per game in 2019 was 28 minutes, 51 seconds. Mm-hmm. So not quite 29 minutes. That ranked 27th in the NFL. In 2018, they were 31 minutes on the nose. Well, I mean, less than a fra- less than a fra- uh, a full second above that when you averaged it out, which was ninth in the NFL. But then when they got up in 2017 to 31.59, they were fifth. And that was when the Steelers were 13 and three, the number two seed, all those other things. So then you're starting to get in, into those things. Now, the reason I say time of possession, because I think that encompasses what a lot of other people were saying. Oh, see, mine because of the running yours. Mine encompasses yours. All right. So go ahead and say yours, and then we'll, 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 the, the right. a little bit. Okay. 
So this is my least of my three, just so you know. Right, this is is the least in my three, okay? For me, this is what they do to make improvements to get over 500. Ready? Works into yours, and it's something we talked about. We need Mm -hmm. to cut down the number of three and out possessions. There you go. There you go. Now, see, to me. We were terrible at that last year, and we ran those numbers weeks ago. Yep, we talked about that. You improve on on cutting those down. That gives you more plays, gives you more chances to run the ball, yeah, and gives you an increase in time of possession. Well, here's my time of possession argument. The reason why I made it that is because I think it encompasses so 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 many things. Time of possession. Yeah, like like um, let's see. Dennis just brought it up in here. Time of possession doesn't matter an iota with Kansas city. True. But I don't think the Steelers are set up that way. Time of possession is the biggest key to that is keeping your defense off the field. Yeah. You want to keep your defense off the field. Do you have to do it? A great running game adds to your time of possession. Well, see, that was the other thing. All those three and out possessions that we talked about, how tough that was on the defense. They just get off the field don't even get 30 seconds, it seems like, to get a drink and catch your breath, and they're having to trot right back out. Yeah. So th- that's why I, I went with – I went a little broader than just yeah. your time of possession. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think my time of possession is broader than than everything because it's encom- because I think it's encompassing so much else. Plays per drive. Yeah. Okay. That's another great stat. I, that's not one of my top three. But guess what? If you have more plays per drive, your time of possession is going to go up. So I just thought time of possession is a kind of overall encompassing thing. And it was a glaring misstep for the Steelers in 2019. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, everyone knows 30 minutes is your middle of the line. Now, of course, the Steelers did play an overtime game, which meant that that inflates that number just a little bit. but. That you know, thirty minutes is, is what you, is is your fifty fifty split. So if you're under thirty minutes, you're in trouble. Let's look at the Steelers' specific games in 2019. They had they had no games where they were within thirty and thirty one minutes. They either had more than thirty one minutes time of possession or under thirty. When they had thirty one minutes or more of time of possession, they were five and one. So when they were under thirty minutes. They were three and seven. So can you still win with the time of possession under? Yeah, you can. Can you, can you still lose games when you have that big, big a time of possession? Yeah. Time of possession is one of those things that will go in your favor if you're winning a lot of times. But so, so you've got to do the different things to put yourself in a good place to be winning in order to improve that. There's you, you don't just go out and say, let's improve time of possession. There's a lot of different factors like, um, decreasing your number of three and outs and, and having more plays per drive and everything else that would then play into that. So that's our, that's our bottom one. We're, we're kind of in line there. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do your next one? One that would help them win the division? Um, no, you go ahead and do yours. I, I think I've got mine ironed okay. out to how I want to say it, but I want to see what you've got. <laughs> okay. to say. I, I was really torn with what was going to do. Um, for, for, for the next one. Um, because man, I, I have a couple, 
I, I, I didn't want to leave the defense. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to leave, just leave the defense out of, out of stuff and things that they could improve. So I found something. It's going to be kind of a two for one with the defense. Third down conversion rate. Third down conversion rate. Okay. Specifically third and long. When I say third and long, I'm looking at third and eight or more. Last year, on third and eight or more, the Steelers gave up 23% a first down 23% of the time, almost one out of four. Out of out of a hundred times that, that a team had a third and eight yards or more against the Steelers last season, they converted a first down 23 times. Um, that was actually higher than years past. And the Steelers defense was supposed to be so revamped. They were they gave up. Now I've I've done stats to say that they're not bad compared to the rest of the NFL, but they were only eighteen point nine in two thousand eighteen. They were only nineteen point eight in two thousand seventeen. Now two thousand sixteen they had a big jump. Two thousand eight the last time they won the Super Bowl how about nineteen point one? So that's something to, is getting off the field specifically on third and longs. You want to get the, get off the field, but even just on third down because. We all feel like the Steelers' defense was improved last year compared to, to years past. But when it came to third-down conversions, they were only 0.1% higher than they were the year before. So um, I'm trying to think of exactly what the what it was. Did I write that one? Yes. They were – they um, opponents – when I say higher, I mean better, which would actually be lower. Sorry. Um Opponents got a first down against the Steelers in 2019 on 36.4% of the time. That was the conversion rate they gave up. It was 36.5% of the time in 2018. So it really, it was almost the same. It, it really wasn't a big difference when you're talking about, about that. And it was 36.2 in 2017. So yeah, the defense was improved. They had a lot more takeaways. But that third down conversion getting better, and especially even with third and long, that is something that if the Steelers, let's say they could get that, let's say they get that under 33% third down conversions and under 20% on third and longs, um, then you're then that's just going to be one more thing of your defense getting off the field, which once again, that's why I know Jobman said it's kind of an empty stat. And that's why I started with time of possession as being that, because there's so many other things that can factor into that. That's one more thing that could do it. So that's my next one is defensive third down conversions. Okay. I'm sticking on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I think the Steelers win the division if we find, and this is another one we've talked about before because there's no real specific number here, but it's finding that run-pass balance on offense. Mm -hmm. And again, that doesn't mean 50-50. It might mean 60-40. But offensively, we're needing to, to be able to do both. We need to be able to run the ball. We need to be able to throw the ball. We need to be a balanced offense. Without a balanced offense, I don't think we win the division. Yeah, and and like, and I'm going to agree with that a lot. And I'm going to say, um, in the word, like in the in the words of Coach Tomlin, being balanced doesn't mean an equal amount of both. It means your right. ability to do either one of them. Correct. We need so. to be able to both run the ball and pass the ball effectively. And if we can do that, we win the division. 
So that's what I'm looking for there. So so maybe I want to call it both running game and passing game efficiency. Yeah, efficiency. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really true. Um, and it's funny because a lot of these stats are things that we're like, oh, well, if you can improve on these. Bottom line is these stats are going to improve as a byproduct of the Steelers doing well. You know what I'm saying? So cause and effect here is one of those tricky things. But when you go, this is almost as much going back and looking at 2020, going back, seeing it, and just looking at from a numbers perspective saying, oh, well, these numbers were better. Well, well, part of the reason they could be better is because of the success the team has. So it's it's not like we could say, all right, the Steelers, they need to do everything they can to make right. sure that they so are, you know. need to say they would win the division if we could improve, if we could average over 100 yards a game rushing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that necessarily wins us the division because we could yeah. average over 100 yards a game rushing. But if we only average 100 yards a game passing, we're terrible. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so what I'm looking for is that right balance. I mean, that was part of our issue last year. We we did not throw the ball particularly well, and we did not run the ball particularly well. Yeah. And that's where that's why we had such struggle on offense. We need to do a better job on both. You know, I, I could pick a statistics and say, "Hey, we need to." Act, you know, if you if you wanted to hold a gun to my head and say, "Hey, you got to pick some some things here," I'd say, you know, if, if we could average ninety five yards a game rushing and two hundred and sixty yards a game passing, we have a chance. Mm-hmm. But again. Very tough to talk about that win the division on one stat yeah. because well, yeah, other things play into that. Because those those those, numbers, I can pick those numbers, and those numbers could win could win us the division if the defense plays like the like we saw they could play last year. If the defense takes a step back, then I got to up those numbers even some more to have a chance to win. Exactly, that's what I was about ready to say. Those have got to coincide with your defense. So these statistics are so hard to just sit there and say that it's going to be this. That's why I wanted to throw in something on defense. I wanted to make sure I brought up a defensive statistic because um, the the offense could improve vastly but if the defense steps backwards is it going to be enough or the defense could continually just com- just crush it but if they don't have the offense backing them up right, right. if we have matter. the offense we had so, last year we saw where that got us i mean you know, ultimately, everybody was there, our defense played really well but we saw then our anemic offense we couldn't get anywhere yeah it um it, it, exactly so as much so your balance of of passing to rushing, having a balanced attack, we could say our number one thing, and this isn't because I actually have other stats, is our number one thing is you want to have a balance of offense and defense. You don't want to have to have one t- one side of the ball carry your team because, own, because, I mean, look, the Steelers were carried by their offense several years ago, and now, like last year, they were carried with their defense. Back when they were when, – when when Ben was young and in the league, they were being carried by their defense, and their offense was just doing what they needed to do. But it's really hard to get that balance in both because, I mean, I mean, Kansas City wasn't going out there and tearing up people with their defense. Honestly, I think, although they didn't win the game, San Francisco was a good example of that. They had a solid def- – or a, a, sorry, a very good defense – and they had a solid offense, mainly because of their rushing attack, um, more than anything. Because 
you know, if you look back at the NFC Championship game and how many passes did they did they even throw? Um, it, yeah. it was ridiculous, but they didn't need to. I'm going to move on to my number one stat because, unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to pay attention to this live chat, but I I saw something in the live chat that someone someone hit it. Bottom line is I'm going back to offense because I I feel the right, bigger this, improvement this is needs for the to go Steelers to offense. to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, to the Steelers to okay. go and win it. Okay. I'm going to assume that the defense has done their part with that other statistic and their statistics along the way. Then the number one thing the Steelers need to do, I'm going to give you a broad one, and then I'm going to narrow it down. The Steelers need more yards per play, specifically yards on first down. That's my number one thing. They need more yards on first down to get them in better situations. And then, which of course just helps overall when there are more yards per play. Lance, my second stat was because he keeps asking two or three times in there was um, better, um, better third down efficiency for the defense, specifically on third and long. So that was that. So mine go time of possession because I there was too many things to break it down, and I thought that a lot of stuff funneled into that. Defense being better at start getting off the field on third downs, specifically third and long. And my number one is more yards per play, specifically on first down. And the numbers behind it is this. 2019, let's just look at yards per play first. The Steelers had 4.73 yards per play. Um, I didn't look at where it ranked overall in the NFL because the way I had to bring this up, I had to look specifically at the Steelers. Uh, that was down from 6.1 yards in 2018 and 5.75 yards in 2017. Oh, wait, or 6.7 yards. I, I'm not, I'm, I can't read my writing. It's either five or six. <laughs> um, Sorry, bottom line, it was read, a lot worse. Nobody else can read your writing either. I've seen Yeah. <laughs> but when you look specifically at first down, first down yards per play, the last year the Steelers were 4.4 yards per play on first down, where they were 6.0 yards per play each of the previous two years and 6.1 in 2016. So you're talking about more than a yard and a half worse last year. Now, we know why. We understand why. But to me, I think the, the Steelers, not only do they want to get up to that six yards per play, you want to get to six and a half. You don't you want to just don't just want to do what you had done before. You get even more of that on, on first down. You're talking, I mean, 6.5. I mean, you're talking about a lot of second and three, second and fours, and talk about opening up, opening up the the your offensive playbook when you're second and short. My goodness, I can't. I'm even rewatching some of the last year's games. The Steelers were not in second and short very often last year. No, they were not. They weren't. And well, no, because, second and short because, is, your, because, is your down, man. How often on first down was it, you know, you know 78 eligible? Yep. Everyone and, knows exactly and, where you're going to run it. Yeah, we're gonna, we're banner eligible. We go to run it. We get one to two yards. Yeah. Second, second yeah. and eight, second and nine. Yeah, and I mean, sure. like, like, like I said, that's nothing against Zach Banner. He did a great job run blocking last year, but when the um, um, Steeler fan seventy four says the play calling needs to be not as predictable, yeah, when you're in second and short, that's the most unpredictable situation for a defense to deal with. 
You don't know. Are they going to take a shot? Or are they just going to try to get the first down? Uh, are they, they going to pass? It? Are they going to run? Gonna, what are they going to do? Run or are they going to pass? If they pass, are they going to just pass short, try to get the first down? They're going to take a shot down the field, which actually what I really liked in on that second and short is is hitting that guy intermediate and then trying to let him break it. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the situation that, that defenses – I mean, that – I mean – I, boy, I wish Kevin was here again this week. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, last week Kevin Smith was on with us again. Um, high school football coach, great analytical stuff. We talked about Eric Ebron since uh, he knows him because he works out with his high school team. But I, I would like I I want to know. I'm just thinking from my coaching days because I have I have um, experience both on the offensive and defensive sides. I was a defensive coordinator for two years before I was an offensive coordinator for two years. Um, that that's hard that that's hard because you really don't know what's coming on on the second and short you that's it, it's probably the most unpredictable play there is um so if they get more on first down they're going to be in great situations um i which in essence turns into less third downs that the Steelers even get to on their drives when they do best is when they're getting their first downs on first and second down that's when they're really moving the ball you know, first down, 12 yards, first down, eight yards, second, second down, 15 yards, first down, you know, you're not even getting a third down. So that's that what I think overall yards per play, but specifically yards on first down. I think if they could, if they can get back to where they were in 2017 and 18 and above, look out. My, so what do you got? Right. I spent a long time with mine. So did. I was actually going back on the other side of the ball because I knew you were going to okay. go back to offense. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd, lo- I'd love to say I know exactly where this offense is going, but we don't know as much where this offense is going. I think that I have a better pulse on what's going on on the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. So for me, for the Steelers to make it back to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, I think our defense needs to be a top three defense in the league. I saw someone say that in the live chat earlier. Oh, did they? I didn't catch yeah, that. That's great. I, I, top three we need to, yep. Whoever said it, throw it up there again because I want to uh, – That was so far back, I don't even know if I can get there. Okay. Um, so, yep. Um, I, I know that – in today's NFL, we feel that offense rules right now, okay? Yeah. But to me, to get to that big game and win that big game, it's what you can do defensively, all right? Mm-hmm. Case in point, folks wanted – yeah, everybody brought up you know, Kansas City there earlier and, and, and what they do. That's great, Okay. And they talk about how Kansas City's defense isn't all that great. And that's true. But what you have to do to beat a team like that is you're you need to be able to score some points. Okay. Maybe 20, 24 points against Kansas City's defense. That's doable. Right? Say 24 points. You can win that game if your defense is good enough to hold them to 20. Yeah. So to me. I want to see what our I, – I want our defense to be top three. To me, that gives us the best chance knowing – well, not knowing exactly what I can expect offensively from us. 
I, I got I know exactly what you mean. Now now yeah. I bring up Brian Anthony Davis thing. He he gets upset because defenses are ranked on the amount of yards they give up. To him, yeah, he th- ridiculous. He thinks you should be a top three defensive based on the number of points you give up rather than yards. But that's not the way they do it. How's your feeling? You want to see them in you want to see them top three in both or forget the yards get the points or the other way around? No, it needs to be a total combination. That's why, you know, when Brian argues that point, I always agree to it to an extent. To an extent. It should be a combination of yards and point. You know, there's Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes you're going to be put in a bad situation where you're going to give up points without giving up yards. Wouldn't you and I have a lot of fun sitting down coming up with a with a great formula to uh, incorporate passing yards, rushing yards? points put everything in to be able to rank defenses yeah oh now i've given myself homework to do <laughs> um i because now i'm sitting there thinking you know i could probably do that yeah. um it would be a you have to be able to hold points off the board but you know what but we you need don't to, you got me thinking now about I this <laughs> i know well forget but, this qb you know this crazy qbr equation we yeah. need to come up with something for defense which ranks the defense which takes into account the amount of yards you're giving up but based on where you are on the field okay where you know and the and the points given up based on where the starting drive was and all this you know get this big bad equation like this qbr stuff and we'll do something for the defense so yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> how, how many times last year did our defense, you know, technically give up, you know, what, 10, 12 yards and three points? Yeah. Look, look at week four, right off the, the first win the Steelers got. What'd they do? Here's what's crazy they gave up several first downs to the Bengals in the first drive. You know, some yards. I think the Bengals got cross midfield. So they gave up at least 30 some yards on that first drive, if I recall correctly. But then they forced a punt. I think it was even a sack that made it, that, that forced him back. Steelers you know, got pinned deep. What happened on the second play? Fumble. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say who because then Jeff's going to accuse me of hating the player when really he's one of my favorites now. Um, fumbled the ball. What happened to the Bengals there? Hey, maybe you could start joining you know, Lance, <laughs> and you can go be the hater with Lance. Yeah, no, because he he keeps saying that I hate Deontay Johnson. Um, but they they gave up. You know, they didn't give up the touchdown when the ball. I think the Bengals got the ball in like the fifteen, and so therefore they gave up a lot less yards, but they gave up points. But that was a win for the defense. Right. That was a win for the defense because of the number, not number of of yards uh, they gave up. You know, it's almost like ending field position is where it's most important. Like it doesn't matter where a team starts a drive; it's how much did they gain and where where they ended. There could be a lot of stuff that go into this equation. I'm, I'm, could be. I'm, uh, I'm starting to geek out on this big time now. Oh, really? I'm starting <laughs> to give myself a headache thinking about. Well, it. Well, I am, but um, but yeah. But there would be, there could be an interesting way to do that. But really, you know, not knowing where this, not knowing, or what I want to say, having my fingers on the pulse of where I think the offense is going to be makes it to me even more important that the defense is elite. Yeah. I understand. 
through the Super Bowl. I I under I completely understand. I think it comes down to you need you need to be strong on both sides of the ball because prime example which unit do you want on the field with a chance to win the game either by you could be you could be winning tied or losing you know obviously you don't want the defense on the field when you're losing at the end of the game because that that's irrelevant but but you know and i'll bring up an example of that but when when it comes down to crunch time where you need where you need to play you need to be able to draw on either side of the ball look at what happened in week two you were sitting there with kyle should have done they're going to lose because kyle was with you um you were sitting there in week two watching the steelers against the seahawks and Who's on the field needing to come up with the with the big play in order to get give the Steelers a chance to win? The defense. The defense needed to make the stop. Now, granted, you had um, I can't remember if it was that drive the one before with the bad pass interference call. Ugh. You had the big scramble yeah. from Russell Wilson. You had all these other things. But ultimately, the Steelers, the last possession where they had the ball, they scored a touchdown. That was that was. Uh, well, because he hit him twice in the same game, that was right, right off to to yeah, McDonald. McDonald. Yep. But the defense needed to come out and make the stop in order for the offense to get the ball back. Okay. There's times when well, you, when the Steelers have the lead and the ball, and the offense needs to hold on to the ball. I I keep thinking of that of that uh, of the Kansas City playoff game where they were where the Steelers got the ball deep in their own territory. First down ends the game. They made the big play. Look, first I, down. I, I, I want, and again, I felt much better about this defense late in the year last year doing this. I want it so that when you have, you know, Steelers have the ball late in the fourth quarter and it gets to fourth and eight on the opponent's 48 yard line. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I want it to be a no brainer that we send the punter out there to yeah. punt the ball. Yep. I don't want that thought to be going in mm, fourth and Ooh, eight that on, no our, man's on land. our 48 in that no man's land. Maybe we should go for it and try to get it because that's our better chance of sealing the game. I, I want another be, one. I want it to be truck the kicker out there and you know and, I don't I don't know. Or even better, I'm gonna change it a little bit. Instead of fourth and eight, because I agree with you on fourth and eight, fourth and two. Fourth and two on the opponent's 42-yard line. I want the Steelers now see there to, if you're to consider going for it on fourth down because, the defense because their good. defense is so good, they're going to get the stop. Right, but anyway. when, you're, when you're talking that you're sitting around midfield and that yeah. mid-range fourth down, yeah. oh, you a think i got to go for it, knowing that they've only got a gain – you know, yeah, 20 yards, you know, not even 20 yards, 15 yards, and they can try a field goal. You know, I, I don't want that kind of thought. I, I want it so that we are making decisions based on how good our defense is, not yes. how bad our defense is. Absolutely. That, yes, you want it. You don't want to make your decision either side of the ball. You want to, I mean, and that was the problem. The Steelers this past year, they had to make decisions based on their offense not being good. I mean, it was the right call, although it didn't work out the right way because of the turnover when Coach Tomlin didn't take the ball in, on, in overtime. 
because he's like the way their special teams were getting the advantage and pinning us deep and the way the offense wasn't moving the ball when we were deep. Uh, we're going to be, you know, punting the ball to them and they're going to basically be in field goal range to win the game almost after that. Yeah. I would much rather have them start deeper, let our defense do the job. That was, that was confidence in your defense, but that was lack of confidence in your offense. I want to have confidence in both. I, you know, how many times was it? Oh man, just if the defense can get the ball back, the offense, they can come back and win it. They can come back and win it. They can come back and win it. You know, that's where we had been, you know, not last year excluded for the five seasons pre previous to that. Oh, I think a six, at 16 and 17 was always like that. Yeah. You're like, just give them, just give them the ball with a chance, you yep. know, just, you know, and the, and you had Boswell kicking well in, in 17 and you're just like, Oh, just be within three or less and, and, and give Boswell the chance to, to hit it. So I, I know, and although I'm trying to put it out of my mind, though, then I go back to that playoff game and daggone the defense couldn't stop like Bartles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because that was before I was a, a part of Bond Steel Curtain. And it was interesting because I did this is when I was just writing for my own stuff and just putting it out there on, on social media through a, a special page that I had. Um I did a breakdown of should the Steelers have gone for the onside kick when they did in that, in that playoff game. And I did it statistically. And the biggest thing that went on with that statistically was they had, their defense did not hold them to a three and out that entire game. So to say, Hey, it didn't matter if I give them the ball at the, at our own 40 or if I'm giving them the ball at the other 25, we have they get a first down and we're done. It really doesn't matter where it's going to be. It just so happened, and that was just that was just a crazy scenario that that they could kick a field goal without having to get a first down. But that was all based on the penalty on the on the onside kick. If it wasn't for the penalty on the onside kick, even if they get it where they went for it, they don't get that first down. They don't get the field goal there. They're probably going for it on fourth down because it was like fourth right. and inches. But you never know how that's going to play out. So that was one of those things where you had to make a call based on your defense not really doing the job for you. So a lot, lot of stuff like that. So there's so many different stats we could do. So many different – I mean, I try to come out I, – I, I started to say, oh, well, maybe turnover margin's a good one there. But I look at this year's turnover margin um, based to other years – the years where the Steelers really had a problem is when they had a negative turnover margin. It was really ridiculous that they that they had that many takeaways and only had a plus eight. Um, but that that stat didn't come into into account. It didn't stand out as something that needed improved as much as other things. When I really broke them down, I looked right. at a bunch of different stats before I actually came to these conclusions. So um, I'm really glad that you all were in the, in the live chat, uh, sharing your thoughts there. Um, as Lance Williams said earlier, I'll see if I can find it and bring it up. I don't know if I can anymore. Yeah, um, uh, I think so. That uh, he said, yeah, please like the show. Exactly. If you can go in right now, if you're watching on YouTube, go in, hit the like button. That helps us out a lot. If you're listening to this in podcast form on Wednesday or later, you know, go and give us a good ranking. If you're watching the replay on YouTube, it's easy. Even if you're following the live chat or whatever, just hit the thumbs up button. That's really helpful to the show. Um, 
we're coming back for a second show. We're going to be talking about, um, it's funny because I was explaining to Jeff what I wanted to talk about and he tried to tell me, well, isn't that just this? I'm like, no, it's not. So it's going to take a little bit of breakdown, but let's just say it will be talking about a topic coming up with the upcoming draft. I will talk about my article that I had out today, which I did see someone. I can't remember who mentioned that in the live chat. I'll at least uh, mention that. That was my, if you really want to know, that was my, it, that was my, I'm going to put this out there. The Steelers don't need to add another running back in 2020. That was, that was the take. So if you're curious about that, make sure you're uh, tuning in um, to the stat geek Q and a next. So make sure you are also, Checking on checking into behind the steel curtain.com. Sorry, I'll say it right this time. Behind the steel curtain.com. Um, we're still getting, I mean, a bad day is like seven articles, a slow day. Usually we're talking about eight to 12 articles um coming out there. I mean, sometimes when there's crazy news within the last few weeks, I had one day where I had seven. Just, just of my articles because of all the, all the breaking news and stuff. But your breaking news is there. Your commentary is there. You're going to get breakdown of stuff. You're going to get film review. You've got different, different authors bringing different things to the table. Not everyone's saying the same thing. I know it's not a popular opinion to say the Steelers don't need another running back. Um, but that's just kind of how I, you know... Even as I wrote the article, I started to warm up more to the idea of, you know, if they, if they feel they need another running back, then I trust them. But if they say that they don't, I don't think they're crazy either. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, make sure you're, make sure you're, if you're here live on YouTube, make sure you're sticking around for about another five minutes or so until we're coming back. If you're listening to it on podcast, we will, we'll be out uh, sometime in the afternoon on Wednesday. And anything else you want to say on this show before we head to the next one, bro? Thanks for tuning in tonight. All right. There's Lance. Always Thanks. Yeah. Tune in, tell a friend and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out with us.